You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. Wow. Good to have you with us on. Yeah, that was uh, that was extra long, extra spicy. I guess. Did you like that one? No, I don't like any of them. <laughs> if it was tea, would you like it? It's a nasty slurpy. Yeah, but everybody loves it. Everybody. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> you definitely, you definitely can't mistake this podcast. You know immediately you're listening to the right. That's one. it. You got it. <laughs> That's what it is. That's right. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing awesome. I am in beautiful, sunny, getting kind of hot Florida. Yeah, it is. This is the perfect time to go. Oh, it really is. It's been beautiful. Yeah, when so. you start getting in April, it starts getting pretty warm. Yeah. Yep. You're not kidding. And you'd know. So I'm a little farther north than you were. I'm in Orlando, but um, yeah, it's it's been yeah, beautiful. It's supposed to pretty start close. getting hot in the next few days. Pretty close to the same. Two hours away, at least it used to be. Traffic now. Yeah. I was just talking oh. to somebody from our church who was down there for a couple of weeks, and they said the traffic was just yeah. insane everywhere they went. Oh. And I, yeah. I, I was saying, yeah, I think the Tampa population now in the greater Tampa area is three times what it was whenever I, when we lived there. So, and probably yeah, still the yeah. na- same number of highways. Yeah, it takes two hours to get from um, just about anywhere to Disney now. I mean, oh, in Orlando. Man. <laughs> wow, it's crazy! It's that number four highway is a parking lot. It's ridiculous. Oh, oh man, I don't get it. But yeah, so but hey, it is what it is, and I'm happy to be here. And uh, preached for Brother Blaine Godet yesterday, and Amen. missionary to Panama for wow, probably thirty years, anyways, and uh, now pastoring here in Florida. And uh, Amen. Great day, great day, and uh, also got to see our good friends, the Petricks, uh, Mike and Chris Petricks. Awesome. So awesome over there Sunday night. So yeah, good times, good times. How's it going there? Doing great. We just celebrated our 32nd church anniversary, and I don't wow. know if we if the church celebrated or endured our 21st <laughs> anniversary of being here. So, wow, that's awesome! Congratulations, and to, and to celebrate, you put in new steps. Well, they're coming. Yep, we got a lot of lot oh, of projects rolling. Whoa, good for you! One of the steps is supposed to be done. Whenever they get them done. <laughs> oh, half of them are done. Oh. You know, one side is oh, all completely okay. finished, so they're working oh, on the nice. other side now. Good, good, good. Did you get your postcard? I got the postcard, and good. guess that cool? what? That is not what? our church. It's not. Nope. On the back oh. of the postcard, because I'm looking at it, going, <laughs> "Wait, that church has a steeple. That church does not have a front big steps." 
and I started I looking at it more. That church has some kind of addition on the back, and that addition wasn't put on until 2000. So, I, yeah, and you can see this old, I don't know what it is, a 57 Chrysler in the parking lot or something. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. I looked on the back, and it says Columbus Baptist Church, Columbus, North Carolina. Oh, no. I never <laughs> looked at it. Uh. So I talked to the oh, guy who sent it to me because <laughs> yeah, he had asked yeah. me. I was talking to him yesterday anyway, and he oh, asked, good. did you ever get it? And I said, yeah, but I got to tell you, it's not our church. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Because yes. the front does kind of look like yours. Oh, a lot at first like glance, it. it does. A lot like it, yeah. yes. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, that's, that's funny. <laughs> it's a nice picture. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's a great picture, and and to think that somebody make a made a postcard of a church—that's pretty neat. I could I mean, probably get away with lying about it and saying it was our church, you know, many years ago. Yeah, because <laughs> it yeah. looks close oh, enough. Man. But <laughs> I know. Oh well, that was a great thought. Anyways, great oh yes, thought. yes, it was. I never even read the back. I never read the back. So there you well, go. I did because the front Good. just didn't look right. Yeah. Well, I knew the steps weren't there, so yeah. I thought maybe that was added later or something, but cool. Cool, cool. Well, we're uh, we're drawing toward Easter. This is a special week. Special week. Very special. Yeah, for for Christians. For for real Christians, yeah. It is. I cannot enter I, uh, this week without thinking about being at the empty tomb. Oh. If you've never been there's oh. nothing like seeing that empty tomb. Yep. I, I say to people all the time, you're going to spend about $3,500 to go to Israel and see nothing. It'll be the yeah. best money you ever spent. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's awesome. Oh, man. And it's, you know, we can't say 100% that's where Jesus laid. We can't say it. But I'm about 99.9% sure. It just fits every criteria. Yes, it does. So, and there's oh, evidence man. there's there's evidence of various things there's evidence that only yeah. one body was ever laid in there there's uh right. you know forensic evidence that it was a place where early christians would come and worship mm-hmm. in uh, the 1st yep. and 2nd yep. i think like up to almost the 3rd century so right. there's so much that's there and of course you know all of right. the things that they talk about in the in the garden that it was a working garden monetarily you know big money garden back in that day yeah, and such. at the cistern huge mm-hmm. cistern there water yes. cistern yeah and so close to Golgotha I mean it's right next oh yes to, you know the gravel quarry so yep. yeah amazing and I love it I remember the first time I was there I was with my father-in-law and he said come on we're gonna go for a walk and so we went for quite a hike and he said this is it we got there. This is it. And I said, yes. this is what? And he said, this is it. And I said, it's what? He said, this is this is Calvary. And I was like, Amen. no way. Amen. He says, yeah, this is it. And I said, we're, we're at a bus station. Yes. And uh, he said, that's that's what it is. And I said, this, this can't be right. This is like the holiest site of all. And he said, no, it wasn't. It was a place of crucifixion. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't they didn't glamorize that. That wasn't something you you know hold in esteem. He said, if you think about it, it would have been just like in the day of Christ. People were coming by, people were going to work, you know, all that kind of yes. stuff. And, and Not even taking notice together, of what that place actually is. Oh, yeah. Mount Moriah. Once you, once you put that together, wow. 
And for those who have never been, it is not ro three rolling hills with three crosses on the hills and, you know, these the grass blowing. It's not that at all. It's kind of a, I don't know where we ever got that, but that's not what it is. Pictures and paintings and, you know, from somebody's idea in their mind, possibly. Yeah, the mm -hmm. Romans would mm -hmm. not go up a hill. They they crucified no. along the roadside so people could see yeah. it. And, and it was, yeah. you know, the closer the better. Out of sight, sort of out of mind. They wanted it right in people's yeah. face to show they better fear because mm -hmm. they could be up there next. Right. And, I mean, Christ in what he endured would never have made it up that hill. Never would have made it up. So, yeah, that amazing place. Amazing place. I was thinking, uh, now what I normally do is during this week, I'll wind up reading in all of the Gospels the various accounts, and I'll, and I'll try to take those, those last few days of Christ and read them going up to Wednesday. Just so mm -hmm. I, I'm preaching on the cross, Lord willing, uh, well, I, as we record this. Uh, as you hear this, I would have preached on it last Sunday and then the resurrection, you know, this coming Sunday. So, uh, mm -hmm. but what, what an amazing, what an amazing thing that the Lord went through, not just physically, but spiritually, of course. Yeah, yeah. It, it blows my mind to think that he did that for us and under those circumstances. And as you travel through Israel, and especially through the old city and, um, you know, Caiaphas's house, of course, where it all began, where they took him and began to beat him and, you know, falsely accused him and put him in that dungeon. And one of my absolute favorite places to go in Israel is Caiaphas's house. Mm -hmm. We have such a tremendous service there. So mm -hmm. good. And then to go up onto the rooftop and look out over the city, you see the Valley of Hinnom. You see the, the city of David, which is just before you know, the Temple Mount area. And then to look over and to see the Praetoria where the, the Roman soldiers would have greatly abused him. Mm -hmm. It's just, man, it just to put that all in perspective is really something. Really something. My first trip there, uh, Pastor Folger was preaching at Caiaphas' house outside. And while he was preaching, and he was preaching, of course, on Peter, and while he was preaching, down the hill you could hear a rooster crowing. I mean, it was awesome. Oh, man. I mean, it was really oh, awesome. You talk about the sound effects, you know, afterward said, wow, who'd you pay to do that down there? That was, yeah, that was right. perfect timing, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I loved that the steps outside of Caiaphas' house were from the first century. Yes. And the Lord would have walked on those um, as he headed over to the the Roman Praetorium. Oh, what's so really cool. amazing? Those off now. Yeah, yeah. What's really amazing is how close everything is relatively. In the Mount yeah, of Olives yeah. to mm -hmm. Caiaphas' house, over to the yeah. temple, to the Praetorium. You know, back over to the to uh, you know outside the Damascus Gate. I mean, it, it wasn't mm -hmm. as though you're marching all over the place. I mean, it really is relatively close. Yeah, and, and you mentioned the Mount of Olives. Wow, just to to go up on that mount and, you know, in that garden area and pray. We know that he was somewhere in the vicinity there and, you know, sweat those great drops of blood. And 
you know, his disciples there, not aware, falling asleep. And boy, it really, to me, it really impacted me as to how many times I've fallen asleep at the wheel, as it were, and let the Lord down by just being preoccupied with other things. And when you're there, and, and now we know the whole story, wow, it just really brings things together. Yeah, we're not 100% sure that that was exactly where he prayed, but uh, arborists have said that those those olive trees are 2,000 years old. So they were there. I mean, so they were there. So it could have been just the very same place where we stood. Yeah, somewhere in that vicinity. And and that's a lot of a trip to Israel is you you can't pinpoint places. And, of course, you know, the city's been torn down and rebuilt how many times, and mm-hmm. um, the streets that you walk in Jerusalem today are not the steps where Jesus walked. He didn't walk mm-hmm. on those, those roadways, right? But below that, uh, somewhere, Absolutely. and as you go down under the as you go down under the temple walls, um, you know you can see the old streets under there, the Davidson Center, the old streets of the city of his day uh, are there, and amazing to think that he walked and walked through that city to Calvary. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. um, I was thinking besides the places, I was just trying to sort of picture, you know, the crowds of people that were there. There would have been a lot of people because of the Passover. And, you know, it'd be very special to be able to be at the temple during the Passover uh, services. And so, you know, you just think of how that city swelled with the number of people. And then in oh, addition, yeah. them looking forward to seeing Jesus being there. You know, how many people mm-hmm. would go to a, maybe perhaps go to an event just because a famous person is going to be there. And the, you know, the number in the crowd swells whenever they hear so-and-so may be here and so-and-so. And so when they're thinking, hey, on top of the Passover, Jesus may be there. And so I, I think yeah. it was just an, an extra group that was there. A mm-hmm. lot more people just, you know, squeezing through all of the all of mm-hmm. the walkways and the streets and uh, man, that that was had to have been incredible. Yeah, I, I, that's one thing that I really um did not comprehend until I'd been there is how narrow those streets are in the old city. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of room. And, I mean, there's people now, they're bringing, you know, like these carts through and sometimes cars even try to drive through. And uh, there's so many little steps and things. It's not an easy walk sometimes through there, and especially when it's busy uh, in that old city. And the store owners, you know, they cram every inch of space they can with stuff. Yep. Uh, it's it's really a neat walk. But it, I can't imagine, like, during even today, like, during the Easter celebration there or Christmas celebration – what that must be like trying to go through there. I remember seeing an awesome picture of um, Charles Spurgeon preaching on top, you know, where the from the uh, Muslim cemetery that's up on top overlooking uh, Gordon's Calvary and the Garden Tomb. Yes. And he's preaching yes. to thousands of people there. I mean, oh, what a man. what a picture uh, on Easter Sunday uh. morning. What a picture oh, that goodness. is, you know. Can you imagine oh, that'd be so getting cool. to do that oh. on Easter Sunday morning? Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my goodness. It'd, it'd be a preacher's dream come true for sure. For sure. And, wow. of course, the the British own the rights there to the to the garden tomb. So, Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was uh, it was owned. It's owned by an evangelical group. I, I heard one time it was owned by a Baptist group. I think it may have been one time, but it's an evangelical group, and it's really one of the only places in Israel that's not owned by a Catholic church, <laughs> yes, or the Catholic church. And it's so refreshing, and and you can just sense a difference there. And I tell people, if you really want to see the difference between what we believe in Catholicism, you go to the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. Yes, it's called. Oh my goodness, it's dark, it's dingy, it's full of incense that stinks. Um, there are people there rubbing scarves on a flat rock, thinking that's where Jesus' body was prepared, mm-hmm. and. Oh, it's just, it's almost, it feels almost evil. And then right. you go over to Gordon's tomb and it's like, oh, this is it. Yes. This is the place. Yes. Oh. Joy. Such a good D- Difference yeah. between works and faith. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Amazing. Well, it's a great week to celebrate as Christians. Amen. And I hope that, Amen. I hope that people are going to take the time. You can't miss Easter Sunday at church. You can't. Um, unless you're in the hospital or absolutely cannot get out, you've got to go to a service. And I'll, and I'll close with this. I, I was uh, sitting talking to some folks the other day here in Florida, and a gentleman asked me, what do you do? And I said, I'm a, I'm a pastor. I, I travel and preach in evangelism. And the guy just, man, his face lit up. And he said, I'm a, I'm a believer as well. Amen. And he said, I got away from the Lord. He goes, I got saved at five. And, I mean, there's a bunch of people sitting around us. I mean, he's full voice. I mean, unashamed. And he said, I got away from the Lord. And he said, and I, I started looking for a church. And he said, I, I want to go to a sunrise service. I want to go to a sunrise service. Amen. He says, and I got up and I got my family. And we went to a sunrise service. And God got a hold of my heart. And I came back to the things of the Lord. And uh, I thought, well, that's really cool this week, you know, as we draw closer to that. What a great celebration. I love Easter. Amen. Amen, amen. Well, we'll uh, we'll call it quits for today and uh, draw back on Wednesday. And Yeah, uh, now next week man. we've got something special going on. Yes, we do. We have, uh, I think, probably one of the most um, uh, timely topics someone has ever requested. Um, I, I think it's going to be impactful. I'm looking forward to it. We've, we yep. were actually going to do it this week. Uh, we said we were going to do it on Friday, but... Um, we're, we're going to give it the week because of Easter. We want to give some respect Amen. to that. But Amen. Uh, yeah, you don't want to miss next week. It'll be, I think it'll be one of the, uh, the best we've ever done. Yeah. I don't know about so, that, but from, the, it's a hot topic. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> the topic's, the topic's yeah, awesome. The topic the is lousy. one of the best we've ever done, but <laughs> that's right. Maybe we could, maybe we could bring somebody in as guest host to take there you care go. of it. Make it yes. really good. That's right. Uh, all right, man. From Orlando, Florida, I am uh, preaching down here and get to spend a little bit of time with my family for a few days next week, and I'm looking forward to that. And then it's uh, heavy on the road again. So uh, I'm Al Stone, and I want to let you know that great things are happening. We just had a great men's conference in Canada, Amen. Ontario. We had 350 men. We had two saved, two come forward for uh, assurance of salvation, and the altars were packed every service. I am thrilled. Amen. And uh, God did great things. So thank you for being with us today. Amen. Well, from beautiful spring day here in Columbus, Ohio, it's about 50 degrees. The liquid sunshine is pouring all over (laughs) There's a cold, chilling breeze that's blowing from the north. 
<sighs> so, uh, Orlando, you got nothing on us. <laughs> this is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. Please don't forget to give us a rating, a review, and make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. Oh, I'm sorry. I was putting on more suntan lotion on. <laughs> I'm get burnt today. Sun's so hot. <laughs> I hate when my nose peels. <laughs> oh, hey, I got a great story to tell you on Wednesday when we come back. That's a funny story. You'll have to hear it. I'll look this forward is, to it. Tim, yeah, this is Tim Talks. We're glad to have you with us today. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back on Wednesday. God bless you. Hey, it's Easter week. Jesus Christ is risen. Amen. Living Savior. Have a great day. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.